Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly DLC. I'm one of your hosts, Kuro Roche, joined always by my co-host, Daniel Vargas. <laughs> and Dan Jang. What's in BQ? And if you're not familiar with what we do, we drop in every Monday. With perfect IVs. With perfect IVs on Twitch, on SoundCloud, on podcasting services of your choice. Uh, we usually sit around a table. We have some fun topics, usually nerdy in nature, movies, games, comics, fiction, books, you know, everything in between, all that stuff. And we have some fun. Um... Again, uh, if you're familiar with what our latest trend is, we jump straight into the topics first, and then we save like the after chat for later. I've been putting the, the time codes in for that, so if you want to just go straight to that or if you care about certain topics, uh, that'll be in the description of wherever you get your podcast. So with that, let's uh, dive right in. Where are we dropping, boys? <laughs> uh, we can go with Skulltown. Okay. Ooh. Uh, you can go with mine first. All right. Um, so my topic... Uh, it, it, has to do with uh, daylight saving times as well. Is I want to talk about movies that mess the time, mess with the timeline. Either, <laughs> either we go back in the future, <laughs> forward in the future. They slow down time, rapid time. But I want to choose like a few movies you guys really enjoy that have to deal with time. Hmm. Thought of a few for sure, but I'm like, there's some that are. I like can throw one in there real quick. Drop it in. Groundhog Day. Okay. okay. <laughs> that one does a fantastic <coughs> job. Like it gets dark real quick. Yeah. And that's what I really like cuz like it's not going to be I feel like a lot of movies will just show the happiness, you know, or like Really? I, I mean not every movie, but I Well, wait, for time or in general? In general. Oh, I okay. Guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I agree with you now. Yeah. Sorry. 9 yeah. out of 10 time movies don't Yeah. End well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but with this one like I mean Dude, he gets it on. He like learns everything. Yeah, he just becomes like things. I'm do immortal. You know, yeah. Do you know how long he stays stuck in that day? I mean, there's uh, no, no. There's, there's no, a there's a calculator. Some guy calculated all the skills that he learned. But it's still like thirty, I, I guess, something years. Damn. You've like just ice sculpt. It takes a certain amount of time to learn that good, and they calculated it all. And he was stuck in there for thirty years. Well, but in reality, he just. I mean, didn't what do is it. your reality? It's a simulation. <laughs> what is life? <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, this isn't a, a movie, but Russian Dolls. Oh yeah, it I, does. I still haven't seen it. I recommend you guys watch it. Um, I'd want to have a discussion about it because it, it it talks about a lot of things, but <laughs> the Michael Jackson memes. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, guy, that guy. Um, yeah, but Russian Dolls has a lot of different um metaphors and symbolisms mm-hmm. and messages but one of the things it messes with in the in the terms of like how the story structure is is time or lack thereof because it's sort of like that groundhog day premise but it kind of spun out in a different direction so it's cool to see reinventions of that groundhog day yeah. sort of concept i don't know if groundhog day was the first time that was done or not i'd be, I'd be curious curious to look into that but yeah what about you Jim? i know i'm gonna go with the best back to the future Let's go to the the, the hot topic. Which co- back to the, the f- oh, I think the first one is okay. Okay. the best one. You think too? The first one's my favorite. Yeah. I feel like that's def- that's <coughs> you can you can't argue or you could, but USC Film School that they consider that the perfect script. Like there really? isn't a script like just script. Not they're not saying movie, yeah. but there's if you just look at the script, it's so solid. Okay, ten out of ten. They use it to analyze like script writing. Okay. I didn't know that. USC? Cool. Shout out to USC. 
But I mean, like they took LA the Book Festival. They took the concept of what would you do if you killed your grandmother? Would you be born dead? They said, what would you do if your mother wanted to sleep with you? Fucking. <laughs> dude, that's so smart. <laughs> they inspired a whole porn genre. And it's crazy. Say- like, I. <laughs> I read a, a a book about like the making of it. No yeah. one wanted to pick it up. Really? Disney Disney was the only one that wanted to pick it up, but they wanted to censor it. And so Spielberg like threw his weight in. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna fund the film. Let's make it with Universal. Yeah, Universal, and the rest is history. Mm-hmm. The rest is in the future. <laughs> Calvin Klein. <laughs> I mean, with the cast too, so iconic. Like Christopher Lloyd is just like I forever mean, known. God. Even Crispin Glover. Like. Yeah. Every, I mean, everyone. You're right. <laughs> so did you know they replaced him? The second film is not Crispin Glover. They, it looks like him. But really? That's why they had him. Hung, they hung him upside uh, down to make him not recognizable. Wasn't the girl as well? The friend? Or the the, girlfriend? His girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. His girlfriend was replaced. Because yeah. I remember the chick, I think was in the later ones, was the one in Tremors. Oh, okay. That's where I know her from. And she was also in Invisible Man with Kevin Bacon. Two Kevin Bacon movies. <laughs> Fucking Crispin Glover, Biff, Biff. I love Biff, that actor. Yeah, I know. So that, yeah, I think that's one of the ones. My pick, one of my picks, is Terminator. Oh, yeah. Because like all the time, I hear of two philosophies of time travel or time, the way time travel works, or the physics or the laws of it. One is the Back to the Future thought process, and one is the the Terminator thought process which is like it's inevitable like yeah, no matter yeah. what you do it'll correct itself into being a certain and series of actions and he'll Whereas, decide to come back i don't know if if back to the future clashes with that but i know back to the future's thought is when you go back it's a new line from yeah. that point on yeah so i guess the way it clashes is that it means that things aren't going to be inevitably mm-hmm. a certain way but just like the thought of john connor needs to be born because his son has come back in time to meet his mom and get with his mom. It's like <laughs> both of these movies have very weird mother-son yeah. family relations. <laughs> if you've noticed. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I, at least the first two, I love what they like do with yeah. like how time and but which one's your favorite Terminator? Two. Dun, 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 dun. Which is in the first <laughs> film. <laughs> that song. <laughs> Yeah, have you ever seen that deleted scene? It's like, yeah, man, loosen up. Why don't you smile more? Arnold. Wait, that's a deleted scene? That's a, I think that's a deleted scene. Oh, man. Then I saw that in the first version I watched. <laughs> One of the first two DVDs, when DVDs were like the new thing, was Terminator 2. Mm. It was that, The Matrix. Robert Patrick. Fucking dun, all. When dun, I dun. saw, whenever I. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a. <laughs> <laughs> Two things that I grew a fear of because of that movie: semi trucks and and run and people that run in a certain form. <laughs> they just if they're doing this, <laughs> I'm like, I don't. You're, you're fucking like and the way, the- dude. The way he like loaded the shotgun was oh, <laughs> he made shotguns and motorcycles fucking like just just fucking <laughs> defined a generation. You know, now I think about it, he probably like had. Uh, a lot of older men like buy motorcycles just because they saw this. <laughs> I could look that cool too. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, the grenade launcher thing. I love the. Thump, oh thump. yeah, <laughs> that whole like when he's on the floor and the, all the cops are outside and he's just like tear gas and just. That's a good film. So, <laughs> and it's such a great like. I think of that pitch like how hard that must have been. It's like all right, 
We're going to have this robot thing. It's going to be like a horror movie. The first one it was a horror movie <laughs> for all intents and purposes because it's like this thing just was after this woman and she's running and it's sort of that had that like Mike Myers Halloween vibe to it. And then like the second one or no, the first one even they're like, we're going to have a guy come in and save her, but it's it's her, her grandson, but he's going to get with her because they need to have their son so that this whole thing gets saved. They're like, just let him have it. <laughs> Whatever. We'll see what happens. Give him the Austrian Just guy. He, he needs a job. I'd love to see like how that made it through the final cut. And then the sequel, James Cameron's like, I wanted this to be an action movie now. And they're like, what? <laughs> like, just liquid. Like, you know that, uh, what's it called? Um, nitrogen? No. Um, high C. Those commercials. Oh, yeah. We want that. But like <laughs> as the movie. villain, as a cop that like... <laughs> No, that's I have Terminator. It's a good one. Uh, another one I got. So I'm 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 not doing like crazy timeline ones. Sure. Uh, Planet of the Apes, the uh, oh. the 1968 one. Yeah, the original. Um, yes. So those, like, I mean, I don't know if it's ever said that he does travel through time, but essentially, like, he's supposed to go out of Earth and come back. Or, well, he's he's supposed to be heading in one direction. Yeah. And somehow he lands back on Earth, but much long, much more in the future, mm-hmm. That and they've been taken over by apes, this mm-hmm. whole planet. Like, like, the apes are now the smart people, and humans are being caged by them and stuff like that. And later in the film, the iconic scene where he finds out that this is happening is he sees, like, the arm of the Statue of Liberty, and he, like, he damns these dirty apes, you know? <laughs> so... <laughs> Damn you, daddy apes. <laughs> so, yeah, and it, it was just like, that's one of the films where I saw this and like it, it blew my mind. You're like, wait, what? Yeah, like. Perspective. Yeah, to see this. I'm like, dude, he's been on Earth this whole time. Like, he never even like went to another planet. He just came back to Earth much later. And it could have been like he just was in cryogenesis like mm-hmm. fucking a thousand years and then came back or something like that. And but. the Tim Burton one was confusing as hell. <laughs> the ending. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say that that one's in the same timeline as the Andy Circus ones because they make a nod to like a ship going off, and mm. the ship that's in the new ones was the ship that sent Marky Mark mm. into space, but too many good vibrations. <laughs> Not enough. Not enough. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? TV show. Second best time traveling, The Constant, the from Lost. Oh, Desmond, wow. Desmond going back in time and. You're my constant. Such a good. The only story I've got with that is I've seen like a handful of episodes of Lost. <laughs> the constant was one of them. I, not knowing Desmond's that it story? was. Yeah, and yeah. I was I was like, I don't think this is for me. Like when I saw it, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, a lot of people no didn't. No sense <laughs> to me. Like not having seen like anything else before, I see this episode because it was my dad was watching, and I'm like, yeah. what are you watching? Let me watch an episode <laughs> with you. Happens to be this constant episode. I have no fucking clue what happened. I'm like. Probably not for me, and I just never really got around to watching Lost. I like the transitions in the episode where it's like, I'm not supposed to be here. And then he's like in a present. Oh my God, that was he's such a like, well-made episode. <sighs> His when, story was so amazing. Yeah, whenever you saw him, like, because Lost, it focuses usually on one character each, each episode. episode yeah. When you see him, oh, okay, this is going to be a good episode. Like, whenever he came on, I was like, okay, this is going to be a good episode. And what's crazy is there's a nuclear physicist who said... That's probably the most realistic way time travel is possible with consciousness. Mm. He said it's really it's really difficult to use like energy and 
to go back in time fast enough and survive that. But he said through consciousness is probably the most realistic way. Yeah, it wasn't like he was himself going, <coughs> but it was his mind constantly flickering between these two time periods. And like remembering that in order for him to like stabilize, he needed to get a, a constant. And like his constant was his his lover, yeah. the person who, who he left and has been stuck on this island and <coughs> wants to get back to. So it's like this eight or not, eight years. Eight years, Penet. Do you remember Daniel Faraday? Yeah. I remember there's one scene where he's like writing, Desmond is my constant. I was like, fuck. I love fuck. that. That's, I mean, a lot of people give a shit, but you can't fuck with Desmond's story. It's such a good... I love that episode. That's a great... Yeah, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. As a time See, traveler. This is why I didn't want to like, lock you guys into a certain... But, but you did. I did. And we're locked in this timeline now. <laughs> um, I got to say one that's a little... I don't know. Um, I'd say obscure, but it's with yeah. it has its following. It's Primer, the movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, yeah. I so I saw it's it because people were saying like it has one of the best like versions of. of I feel time. like one of the, the most, most realistic. realistic. It's really You're realistic, and I saw it and I was like, I don't understand. It. I, I wasn't too into it. Yeah. So I a lot of it was lost on it's me. It's confusing. I got to. Really it is follow. sure. Well, like I was. There's a bunch of threads, and it's like it's rewatchings of people recommending. Like this is how it loops, but it's like essentially like looking at a. It's what it was was two um, sci- math, physics, or engineers. I forget one of one of those three professions. They decided they're like we want to be filmmakers, and they made this movie. So they tried to ground it as much impossible based on what they know of like current and mm-hmm. thoughts of time and how it works. And they were like, oh, you're gonna enter this box. It was very low budget. And you're gonna enter this box, and then you're gonna come out. But in order for nothing to break, you have to follow these rules. And all it was sort of like how Back to the Future was like: you can't run into your other self because that'll mess with things. You can't do this. You can't do that. So it's like, how do you take advantage of it? Or because they wanted to take advantage of it, so they were trying to do certain things so that their next self. And it's like it's this ongoing cycle that they have to keep looping. But what happens is certain things go awry as of as what happens with a movie and so like the loops start deviating and like each one is like wait at what point did it break and where are we watching and when it goes back are we now in a new one or are we fall it's just like it yeah you get cross-eyed <laughs> but i really enjoyed it because it challenges you it's like all right you just strap in motherfuckers yeah <laughs> so that's one of mine yeah that one was a tough watch for me i had to rewatch it though for sure um one that i i just entirely enjoyed 12 monkeys oh shit oh yeah the movie right yes the movie i haven't heard i haven't seen the show but i know i got a tv adaptation yeah, i've seen like an episode i think that movie um, yeah terry yeah, the movie. terry gilliam directed i, I don't recall i don't remember um, okay yeah you're right yeah. terry gilliam but, but um, <laughs> yeah fantastic dude oh my god it was so good do you guys have another one I don't know. With that one, I, it makes me think of Terminator in some ways because it's like he's trying to prevent something from happening, but it's just like it all things are like derailing yeah. him, and it's like, is that how? The thing is, like, is it? Because the the way I took it was, it's not that that change isn't possible, but that in 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 response to trying to stop something, they recreated it again, kind of thing. So yeah, then you're wondering, was this the cause the whole time, mm-hmm. or yeah. you know, and then it, it that just loop. becomes from that point it becomes an infinite loop. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because like it ends up at the end is he's the, I believe he was the catalyst. He's trying to escape and he causes it. I think at the end, I, or not escape. The, I thought he was the reason that caused the motivation of that one guy. Yeah, yeah. So this is a good movie. This movie is not all that great. 
Good concept. Project Almanac. It was like... Oh, yeah. It pitched. was a few years ago. Yeah. There were some cool moments where like the you guy... So like they're like, yo, let's go to Coachella. And he buys VIP pa- passes already finished, but they go back in time to visit Coachella. Like there's some cool moments in it. Okay. Um, the ending is very open-ended where they're like, no, there's this other, other cool part. He likes this girl. So he tries to ask her out and he, fu- he messes up. So he's, he's it's like a redo. Okay. I could redo it. And he eventually gets everything where he's psychic with her. He's like, Oh, you da 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 da. So she's like, Oh shit. How the fuck do you know that? So I, I thought I was like, damn, that's pretty smart. It's like a video game run. It's like, Try new dialogue tree. Yeah. And uh, oh, yeah. I like how it ends because it leaves it open-ended. They're like, oh, shit. So what should we do now? I don't know. Let's change the world. And I was like, oh, shit. So they're thinking about killing Hitler and like doing all this crazy shit. Because they just wanted to have fun and yeah. shit just went crazy. Yeah, out of hand. But um, I just had one that just escaped me. Because what you said reminded me of one. <coughs> Project wow, Almanac? No. I'll... I'll there's one I want to definitely mention. Because, I have one more. Okay. Well, okay. I'll mention one of the, the for sure ones I had. Interstellar. Yes. Okay. I think we all maybe thought of that at some point. Yeah. The moment where it really hit me, they explain a lot of the time, how time and it's working of in terms of relativity and everything. Mm-hmm. But like they were on that water planet for literally like what, five to s- minutes. They were planned to be there for five minutes. And it was a little longer than that, I think. And because mm-hmm. of one little thing. They were there for seven minutes and it fucking de- like <laughs> there's a guy back on the ship that they're like, be- it's going to distort time. And that five, that extra two minutes cost them years mm-hmm. for that guy. Yeah. And he comes back and he's like elderly. He's had 30 <laughs> years of research and it's like, <laughs> Damn like you. he's like, at some point I gave up. I thought you guys died. And yeah. it was just like, That's crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, imagine what it was from his point of view this yeah. whole time, like cast away, but like yeah. on the third two minutes is another 10 years or some shit. Like. <laughs> like that fuck I was like whoa like it just full facing yeah. your face nuts yeah I thought that movie was amazing they did such a good job with that stuff yeah and from my understanding is like scientists use like the video of them going through that black hole the visualization yeah, of the it visualization. was like the first time anyone's like illustrated it in that way and they yeah. got like a patent or something for that yeah uh, for the people that redid the research for it so yeah. that was pretty cool uh, mine is is a favorite that like I feel like it was such a fumble in theaters. Really? Edge of Tomorrow. What? Because it fumble? was because they had what was it? It was their their original called name another was game. Live no, or so another. it was originally called Edge of Tomorrow. Then literally like a week later, they're like Live Die Repeat is the new yeah. name of this movie. Oh what? my god! And Edge of Tomorrow, dude. It's Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and like I remember just like it's everything getting a was sequel. Yeah. Oh I, shit! With yeah, Tom Cruise, it, it did such a good job. <laughs> um, I think it was having to do with aliens. We're essentially setting up like respawn points, yeah. and so everything caught in this in this respawn point. We're looping essentially, and so Bill they're Paxton. trying to, yeah, they're trying to. It was Damn. such a good rest concept. in peace, such a good, yeah. yeah, it's another one of the Groundhog Day, yeah, but dude. like it felt like a video game. He's like, all right, this time I'm going to make it longer, and he's yeah. getting through the level. And I love, Fuck yeah, I love that it does that scene where it's just like uh, over again, and he's just like, oh, right back into it, oh, right back into it, and it's like, dude, oh god, this is how it should be. <laughs> that was yeah, one of the best video game. <laughs> movies yeah adaptations because there's nobody game for it yet but but it's based on a manga i believe mm-hmm. um i haven't read it but i've heard it's good do you know the name of it i don't off the top of my head wikipedia while jing tells us his i'll look at it <laughs> i have two more but it doesn't make sense to me this one looper but i think it's a really cool like I concept like doesn't make sense i don't remember so 
All you need is kill is the name of the manga. Uh-huh. Ooh. So with Looper is they were sending agents back in time to keep people that were going to do something. So they had, they had hired hitmen, mm-hmm. and part of your hitmen contract is that at some point you'll expire. Yeah. And what they would do is they would send someone in the past to take you out, and then the cycle would just continue. Yeah. yeah. But it, what ends up happening is when they send older Bruce, Bruce Willis, Willis character back in time. Something happens where his hood gets knocked off. He didn't know who he was about to kill, and it turns mm-hmm. out it was going to be himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it hesitates, and then shit goes awry. Yeah. But there's a really cool scene where the guy is like running away, one of the guys, and they start Fucked. cutting his past self, and then his future self is losing limbs. And that fucked like, me up. I was like, because <laughs> like by the end of it, you just see like an eye disappear, yeah. and you're like, they're taking We're, an eye out. We're seeing what's happening to this guy, kind of ancillary to what's really happening yeah. to the young guy, and, and it's like, and you just see at the end, like he's got nothing, and like the door opens and drags him in. That's crazy. There's a really, there's a really cool scene though, like where they talk about two timelines where he goes to France or China. Yeah, I was like, damn, the way they p- depicted it, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. It was cool how like there's a mafia that worked that way, like the idea of like this is a mafia and and like. <laughs> This kid grows up like drawing certain things, and it sort of made me think of uh, um, an X Men thing where they're trying to take out like a baby, ver- a kid version of uh, Apocalypse. Mm. And in this story, it's Rick Remender's writing the story, and um, they they're like, "Is is this is like a baby? Like, what would you kill Hitler? Sort of if he was a kid?" Yeah. And it had that concept to it. Like this one, I think Looper had a similar thing where it's like a kid who's in, as far as the time is time travel is concerned, he's the reason this mob mob exists. So does taking him out cause it, or trying to take him out cause it, or does it you know change things? Yeah. Um, that was that blew my mind, <laughs> as, amongst other things. <laughs> um, had, I'm still thinking of what I, what I forgot. Oh, but no. another one of these Groundhog Day style ones was Run Lola Run. I love that movie. Never seen it, but really, I've seen it. It's like a, was it with Mila jo- Jovovich? No, no, oh. it's a German film. Um, she's a bush, you could recognize the actress, um, but they it's essentially Lola, the protagonist, and she's running through a day of like a series of things she has to get done. And it's like it's important stuff, it's like she's got to get something done by the end of the day, yeah, or else some bad stuff happens. And it runs through it a second time and a third time, and you're like, whoa, like. When you start the movie, you're like, this is just going to be a suspenseful like hour and a half movie of her doing that. But then when it finishes early and you get reset, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> and it redoes the day, but different things happen. It's just so many things about it like make you think of like what a game would be like as a movie yeah. with the idea of like starting a new life, redoing a scene, but familiar with like the level. Like Dark Souls makes you think of that. Yeah. In a lot of ways. You're dying. You would learn. And so with the, what you learn, you go forward. So I've, I I recall vividly like that I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. <laughs> I remember it had a good soundtrack. Was this this is so the the protagonist Lola? She's redhead, right? Yeah, yeah. She looks kind of like uh, Fifth it. Element. Yeah, hmm. I've seen it. I just I don't remember it being that way. I don't remember it. That's like it just no. doesn't. It wasn't something I, that was like it stuck with me. It was in movie class or something. I think I forget. So I've got a few more, but I'm just gonna end it. I think with Arrival. Oh, yeah. Now Arrival doesn't have much to do with time, but like oh, yeah. it was, it was the way that they it has. depicted language was through time. 
she was seeing memories of a future yeah. and this was the way that the aliens were communicating i thought that was a really cool really really cool thing that was yeah i like the way the movie depicted her daughters cuz in 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 the book she gets killed by like a accident mm-hmm. like a outdoor activity type of accident mm-hmm. but this one is like cancer yeah so but the the thing is what i like about I, I i i don't know much about the book but with the movie cancer makes it almost inevitable like mm-hmm. you can't right. really stop it like right, there's no right. point and and there's a point where she questions like should i continue with my life and 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 have all these things even though there is an ending to it or should i change it and she chooses to continue that life and this is all seen through the language of those aliens so it's like i thought it was a really really neat thing dude That's knowing cool. the ending to that fucking story signed the first five minutes of the film i was like oh my god dude Tears, i think it dude. still had a i mean well you i knew the outcome so the beginning was like oh it was like a gut punch yeah, to me. Like, i just yeah i love the way it was telling a story of the barrier of language mm-hmm. and how much of a challenge that is yeah. and how like trying to meticulously break that barrier down is so interesting yeah so, my last one. I hate the time travel aspect of it. Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. I don't like... It doesn't make sense. It's like that looper thing. It doesn't That's, make sense. Is that the one where uh, he he sees someone save him with like that light and then it turns out it's him later on in the film? Okay. He thinks it's his dad, but it's not. It's him, just with more power throughout that year. Expect that That's a Alphonse Cuaron directed that yeah. one. I don't know. That was one of my favorite of the three, but it would, that element of it, I keep forgetting. Because that film had the least amount of Hermione in it as a result of like the plot devices of which rock I feel throwing. Like, and which I feel for like something having time, uh, like time reverting uh, things in the movie. I think Hermione would have been a good person to have like understanding and like well it is because of her yeah that we understand it but it was just like a such a like end of the the story it's like how do i get out of this and it's like she comes (laughs) in to save the day but she was sort of like the third wheel of the group in a lot of ways i do have one more but i'll come back um the one i remember now is um the science of sleep oh Oh, i haven't seen it it's a indie film yeah a french dude adam sandler no no no, it's um, um, it's from the it's, director that did. Uh, it has uh, stop motion in it, though, right? Yeah, yeah. it's from the same director that did. Uh, um, uh, fucking life is beautiful. No, the one with uh, Emma Watson and um, Jim Carrey. Didn't see it. The one where he's like, "For make me forget this relationship." Oh, eternal oh. uh, sunshine of the spotless Spot. mind. Same director. Okay, did this one, and this guy like it's like a quirky romance thing, but he makes an invention, and it, it like in the movie it works where it's it, maybe it wasn't even a time travel movie. It was just one plus skit. <laughs> he makes it because occasionally it'll get weird and yeah. out of this world where his hands become like weird shit. And one element was like he makes this little like cardboard labo nintendo labo looking thing where it's like it resets time by one second he has, <laughs> and he has exactly and he's like what would good would like one second do and he like you see him trying to like flirt with her it didn't work he one second next thing he's like making out with her and she's like get off me it was like a fun element i thought for some reason it was the whole movie but now that i'm remembering more no, it still works so it worked that. it was fun like that one second's like a lot can happen in one second. a lot could happen yeah, there was another movie that had that, which was uh, uh, Galaxy Quest. They, the the they're like, how much can you do in thirteen seconds yeah. or twelve seconds? And you know, he changes things. That was a good one. Do you have any more? I uh, no, I don't have more. It's from a comic book. Mm. Lock and Key. 
There isn't a time travel aspect of it, but there is a key that gives him the ability to go back in time to observe. You can't fuck up time. Right. So so in Lock and Key, there's this crazy... Dude, fuck. So then the you, can, you can prove... The show's going to be good. So what happens is there's something crazy that happens where the bad guy's about to do something and the book ends and I'm like, okay, fuck, I got to find out what happens in the next, bu- next book. In the past. What the fuck? I was like, <laughs> dude, what the fuck just happened? They just... <laughs> Ended it at a cliff note yeah. where the bad guy's about to do something and it's in the past and they have this key where they can go back in time and observe. And observe. They can only observe. So it's the most yeah, realistic way. Cool. You can't change time. You could So, so does it turn out that you're observing what he was about to do or? Mm-mm. No, you're lo- looking into his past to like maybe learn something. Yeah, learn about the enemy. Oh, so him doing what he was about to do was him looking into the past. No, no. no just someone else to, was doing the, yeah. the attack okay. yeah. and then they... We're able to use this key. I, I, no, I, I think I'm Someone mixing else? it up. I'm mixing it up. So they they, they <laughs> went read, back. Read the comics. They went back in time, but they're just telling a story. But okay. it just ended it like that. But there is a key that makes them go back in time right. to look okay. at what happened and explain why the bad guy, how the bad guy came out. So well, then we can see like what certain people, when there's uh, these allegations towards them, mm-hmm. we can see what really happened. Or you can Rachel. always be stuck in Neverland. <laughs> 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 I got one I want to mention that doesn't get enough props. Oh. Jean-Claude Van Damme once taught us, oh. there is never enough time. Yes. <laughs> I know. As th- time th- cop. <laughs> that that movie has the best intro where it's like in the 80s, down with the down, it's like, I need all your gold. And the guy's like, what? <laughs> 20th century guns with lasers. <laughs> <laughs> that, that intro is sick, dude. Dude, there's uh, uh, Bruce Lee, the one. I mean, there's different, oh, it's different timelines. Well, that's, that's like that's parallel, like time. parallel, yeah, parallel time. Uh, and he's going in there to kill every single one. I would say that's more space, not time, because it doesn't mess hey, with but the space and time. Hey, are Twilight one. Zone. <laughs> okay, there's a Twilight Zone episode where a guy has a stopwatch and he could freeze time, and then the stopwatch breaks. He's like, "Oh shit, it's stuck in time forever." <laughs> it's just like click. <laughs> um, and there was cop. there was yes. one other one, time cop. Um, no, I was thinking of a game that we haven't mentioned that I feel like Prince of Persia. Oh. oh. I thought you going to say God of War. One of the God of Wars deals. With yeah. Persia. But like Prince of Persia, it's like... They did such a good job like in with Prince of Persia. The games. Yes. Yeah. Like that was such a good... like. There's like a, a limit. Obviously. I remember like, playing that on my fucking Motorola flip phone. A lot. Max Payne. <laughs> hey, there you go. That also slows down time. Dude, that was oh my gosh, dude. I remember that's how I would benchmark my time. computer. <laughs> <laughs> how good his face looked. <laughs> it was just a flat face. <laughs> I can see his team. This computer's better. <laughs> Bad movie adaptation. <laughs> Depending on who you ask. But yeah, that's all I got too. Yeah. Any other honorable mentions? No. Shout outs? Oh. Cool. Next topic, uh, you or me? I'll go. Um, so my topic lately, I've been playing a lot of like games as a service games, like the, the you know, I mean, like WoW, like Anthem, Division. It, it they're a lot. One Anthem's been out, Division's about to come out, but like I thought I was done playing Destiny because of certain milestones I was trying to achieve, but now they've released a new season, and I'm like, an I'm really into this, milestone. and I'm like, I want to work on this now. <laughs> And I'm like, fuck. Like, it, on one hand, I'm excited. On the other hand, I'm like, man, this feels like work. And so I, I was thinking about it, and I read a, an article from a German, like, uh, journalist um, d- discussing, like, how a lot of times we've 
done things where we gamify work or our lives to like make them more appealing to try and take care of like errands or you know f- or make like it easier enough. make things like that we don't look forward to doing to look forward to doing them like easier to swallow yeah like w- working out your chores or whatever goals you're working towards like let's gamify it'll make it easier mm-hmm. to break down but I feel like games are going the other way where they're making a lot of games mo- feel more like work where you're like I gotta log in I gotta do this this is a, is a, a limited time thing I gotta do this and it's like do you guys feel that in any sense as like a growing trend of like how games are? <laughs> if so, why? If so, if not, why not? Maybe it's like certain genres or. I don't know if it's. Um, I I feel for me it's something more recent because I I've I feel like I've have less time. I'm starting to have less time less time for games. Okay. So like you have to I have to start or I feel like I have to start choosing certain activities that'll benefit me the most when I have more time to play. So, like, let's put it in perspective with the World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much I can do. I can do a raid. I can do dungeons. I can do these things. But they have what's called dailies as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and the dailies, essentially, when you keep doing them, you're, get, you're getting experience points for other things, too, like experience towards um, faction favorite, like being, like, a favorite of that faction. And then if you get to a certain point, they give you free gifts, so, like, not only am I receiving a gift for doing the daily, if I do enough of it, I'll get a gift at the end. Like, if I get 10,000 faction reputation for this one person, they'll, they'll like, hey, here's a, a treasure chest, you know, from our faction, so you'll have something related to us in it. And I just I just finished one, tonight, like, today in the morning. Okay. So, those are things, like, I would, I'll log but in right after work. What I'm saying is, like, when... We think of games. We think of having fun. Do you find that fun? No, I don't. Like, <laughs> I, it's something like the like I I'm trying to get away from playing World of Warcraft again. But like, I just feel like if I do these, it's both like I spend less time with the game, but I also have like that feeling of like at least I'm working towards something in the future in case I want to go back to it. And like, but like, I, I just like there's no in between. Like, I can't stop. The tech, fully. the tech support guy. We're losing him. <laughs> We're losing. Yeah, Bring like, him back in. And so it's it's a chore now. Like when you know, like if I if I choose to like want to play, like if I see you online, I'm like, oh, I kind of want to play with him. But then I'll be like, oh, but I gotta shit. I gotta do these dailies real quick. And then like I finish them, but it's like not a little late. I kind of want to do other things now. And then it ends up like I, you know, so it it is like it feels like a chore to me. Okay. And I just can't get away from it. I know. <laughs> what about you, Jay? Do you ever feel? Yeah, man. Like 100%ing trophies, dude. What like, compels you to do that? Just to get the trophy. Okay. Like, the, the reason the why... Achievement. Okay, well, I don't feel like playing Devil May Cry 5. I bought it. You don't feel like playing I it? don't feel like... I don't... Oh. I feel like playing Apex right now. Oh, but okay. I thought the, it was because of GameStop. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. But part of the reason is, like... I want to 100% to trophy platinums, and Devil May Cry's are not easy games to platinum. They're one of the hardest games. Really? It's a 10 out of 10 to platinum, and I just... 10 out of 10 in terms of difficulty. Difficulty, okay. and I just don't want to do it. For me, it was Devil May Cry 3. They had... Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if they all have it. A they all have where it. One hit, one hit, one yeah, hit you're dead. And you're inside this monster where it has like acid in the ground. I couldn't ass on the ground. Ass, 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 Sid. Ass, 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 ass. I was gonna say ass, and I'm like, no way, that's not what I was saying. Um, on the ground, and so there's a section where you ha- there's like two pools, where you can't jump over both of them. You have to jump right in the middle, but it's such a small, and I could never jump in the middle of the two. I would jump, then walk forward and touch it and die. Jump, like I'd roll around, touch it and die. And I was like, I spent hours trying to jump into this middle of this pool, and I was like, you know what? F this trophy, 
Never did it in that difficulty. <laughs> so, like, the, you, in order to reach these achievements, you kind of feel like you're sacrificing some fun? Yes. Yes. For Do you sure. feel like yourself not being, like, I won't even approach something because of that? Like, what you mentioned with Devil May Cry, you're like, I'll put this off because I want to play it. I probably won't platinum it just because I don't. I looked at it. I always look at, like, trophy guides, and I'll be like, okay, what, what's the hardest thing? And what's funny is that's not the hardest that thing you did is not the hardest thing. It's they have a tr- they always have a trophy where you have to f- play the lo- lo- one lower difficulty, S level it. Fuck that. You know how hard it is to get an S level, in, in pl- especially in a hard difficulty. Yeah. So I'll look at the trophies ahead of time and be like, that's doable. But then I'm doing a blood level four run, which <laughs> is like one. Yeah, Bloodborne. There's no trophy behind that, and it's fucking hard. <laughs> Like it stresses me out. That so, is like. So why do you want to keep doing these? Because to be with the one bro, I want that rank. Like I did Bloodborne, one SL SL one run. And you have this thought for philosophy for all games. Like you want to be like, I want to have that. Well, it depends. I had to look into it. And it's like, damn, is it worth it? Okay. To be a one bro, it is worth it. It's only a high elite class of players. And that that goes for like games without pl- trophies too, right? Mm-hmm. Like for like Nintendo games. Or do you ever do like three heart Zelda runs or no? no. So what? Why? Because like Bloodborne is considered a really difficult game, and that's well, I mean, something like you either go for difficulty or you're going for completion, mm-hmm. and it seems more on a PlayStation side, not so much a, a like you don't have that with Nintendo games. As I've noticed mm-hmm. as much because like, Nintendo games aren't as difficult as Bloodborne or Dark Souls. Dark Souls and Bloodborne, they're on a, like a platform of like these are difficult games. You're gonna die a lot. That's well, have you done like master mode, master sword mode, and like Breath of the Wild? Or I have it, okay. but I feel like the the status of that isn't as good yeah. as the status of a one bro. You're okay. one bro. Like, All right. If I say, yeah, I'm a Zelda do, three heart guy, then like people are like, yeah. Like, just a quick question: Do you feel like all future titles for any Bloodborne type games should have a, a, a type a, of like for trophy like, like low that? level, like low, no. low level one trophy? I don't think so. I, it not. I feel like it should to be able to have that title, like because the community it. does that. Yeah, but it maybe it just shouldn't count towards like a platinum. <laughs> so then, when what? you're when you're working towards these, are you having fun, or do, is, do you feel like when you've when you've done it, you've you feel rewarded? Dude, or? it's the, the most rewarding thing when you fucking beat. Okay, so there is a satisfaction it, at some oh point. Oh my of it. god, dude, okay. it's like crazy, dude. Like the rush is just like I can't believe I did that. <laughs> well, one of the things bringing about to like, like that workification, as I'm calling it, um, I feel like streaming kind of leans into that, where you're like, I'm playing games because I want to be a streamer, and either as an occupation or as a hobby. But as a streamer, you have to have a schedule. You have to do certain hours. You have to put in enough time on certain games. Maybe like I've, I've noticed some of that with what you've done and with with other streamers too. Where it's like I gotta all every Monday I gotta make sure I put in this game or I gotta be you know whatever. Do you does that ever like make you feel like it's too much like work or? Well, now I just if I don't feel like doing it, I just don't do it. You Before kind of like I used, yeah, I just I would force myself, but now I'm just like fuck it. What about when you're watching people? Do you feel like they're it's like a job? I do. Of, like some certain streamers, big streamers, when I see them, like. I could tell they're on just to be on. But yeah, I could tell, especially if they're not playing a game that I know that they should be playing. I could tell, oh, this is paid sponsored and they, they're not feeling it. Soda popping is very transparent like that. <laughs> it's like, I'm done with this game, guys. Like, oh, I'm going to. Mm. Like, 
Well, I'm wondering if that's going to be like a growing trend because it's become very like appealing to pe- to young crowds and everyone where it's like I want to be a streamer mm-hmm. and it's like making people want to play games in that fashion and in that like habit or flow. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that's going to become like the habit of like I got to play these games a certain time. I got to put in my dailies or I got you know like those things like worry me because right now like I'm enjoying Destiny but at the same t- it's like a comfort food where I'm like I kind of just want to chill, put something on and just run through like my dailies. It's it's but it's like I could be more actively stimulated by a captivating story yeah. of a game or a more engaging game mechanic like an Enter the Breach or a Hollow Knight or you know whatever. But like at the end of the day like I'm like is it a big deal because whatever I'm doing is it's, it's my free time. Yeah. It's just more another thing it's like aside from what you're saying where it's like I'm accomplishing something. It's a tier. I think of like when I'm doing these games where they're grindy or whatever. Like Pokemon Go has that element. Where like I need to grind out XP or Stardust or whatever. It's like finding the most efficient way to do it becomes the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not so much the the achieve the, the things you're rewarding. Like I'm getting hundreds of legendary items. I don't give a fuck. But like learning the best way to manage my time to get as much of that in a short amount of time is becomes like the new game. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Okay, maybe there's some merit there because it's like, okay, it's a puzzle of, of time management yeah. than it is like an actual whatever the game is. It could be anything. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Just I wanted to have like a little observation with you guys about it. Um, yeah. I've, I've had like, I, I play that mobile game. Yeah. The one I've spent quite a bit of money on. Um, that's starting to be like work. Because like <laughs> every day there's a time, there's a specific time. It's specifically four o'clock. Okay. When like everything resets, you mm-hmm. get like daily bonuses. So at that time, these bonuses come back. Um, there's certain like um, you're in like a guild, and there's like certain monsters that the whole guild has to work towards to kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, at least within the guild I am, I'm like ranked one with like the damage I do towards that. Like you know, like the level wise that I am. And I feel like, obviously, to stay there, I have to continuously log on every day. So, like, yesterday, like, I went, I went to um, a, a convention, mm-hmm. and, like, I literally go park, and I was like, oh, I got to do this real quick. And I'm in the parking lot, and I'm over here just, like, finishing up this, so like, give me 10 minutes, you know, like, you know, <laughs> it's a job. <laughs> I'm like, I've spent money, I can't just drop A job where, where you had to pay to work. <laughs> <laughs> I spent money. I can't just waste this. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. And like a lot of these new, like anthems out, divisions coming out, other games are trying to become games as a service. I'm like, I'm making a conscious decision where I'm like, I can't put the same commitment as I do with Destiny mm-hmm. on those because it's not sustainable. Yeah, like it's just too much. And then my, I know at that point I'm just gonna break on all. I'm like, I can't play these. I I think what I've realized is. There's a point where I get tired of like the end game content, like the sure. amount, because there's there's just so much. Like obviously they can yeah. change up the way you do the end game content, sure. but ultimately it's it's about getting that gear. Yeah. And once I've been there, once I've gotten that gear before, I kind of it slowly diminishes the care for at least for me for getting the newer gear. You know, okay. like with Destiny, it was, I what was the level? What was the max level before? Um, Six fifty. No, but before that, um, six hundred. The level or the light level? No, the light level. Um, wasn't there a three hundred? Uh, well, a long time ago. Yeah, so three hundred. I I reached that. I was like, perfect. I was at the pinnacle for like a while. Yeah. And then this new one expansion came out, and that was kind of my goal was to get the max level. I got to six fifty or six hundred by the, but it, that was like, 
I had I was already dying there yeah. at that point. Like I was just like I've already lost it. And right now it's like higher, and I I can't. Well, like I I've just disassociated myself with like that grind. Yeah. I'm like that is not a target for me because I'll eventually get there. If I try to go for that now, it's gonna be very unenjoyable. Mm-hmm. But I know other things I like doing that'll also like I try to like get as many things to be going in the same direction. Yeah. I'm like as long as I'm doing this and this, which I want to do, I'll work towards goals. But it's getting me towards that other goal. Yeah. I'm not thinking about it as much. Same with like Pokemon Go. There's like eight events going on at once. I'm like, I can only care about like maybe one or two of these. Yeah, like, I can't pick the ones you need to. Do. I can't like. There's like 900 shinies yeah. available now. And before, when when like one or two shinies were like higher frequency, you would start like manually checking each one. I sometimes I'll like quick catch them or put them aside or like go plus them. But when I'm manually checking, I'm like. Oh, I don't want that one. Let me. It's it's more of I, the time I spend checking and getting away than catching, waiting for it to catch, moving on. Now everything's like you have to check everything. I'm like, it's not worth. Mm-hmm. I'm only gonna look for like the one I care about yeah. or something. I don't know. So, yeah, that's <laughs> all my. Uh, Jango tip. Oh, so South by Southwest recently showcased us, and people are saying that it is a good metaphor for something. So, what are three examples for in fiction that you have seen really good metaphors for? Um, Princess Mononoke. Ah. I really enjoyed the way it, it blended a story that was for, you know, it was very self-contained, very, very memorable story, good story. But it had elements of it where you can be like, this is reflective of, like, industrialization and how it showcased that, like, military and how uh industrial like armaments of guns and stuff are ruining the 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 world of how pure and peaceful the nature was and the natural order of things like i like that that element and also in like a similar vein the what's it what's the spirited way Mm. had a moment where it's like you see the parents and like they slowly are eating food and like they just become they turn into pigs Mm. and i'm like gluttonous yeah that's I'd say that, but primarily, I mean Miyazaki as a whole, but like Princess Mononoke at the biggest. I mean, in that case, is you know the fireflies and stuff. And no, I <laughs> <laughs> that's all you, bro. <laughs> no, I don't have. What do you got? Idea if uh, Jane wants to go, mine's in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Oh. Can you guess? Would you? It's a character. Voldemort? No. I mean, you could probably. There's probably so many. Mine's Remus Lupin. Werewolf, like lycanthropy, that is a metaphor for HIV and AIDS. Where people who have oh. HIV and AIDS, like so, he has a disease. Yeah. He turns into a werewolf. People who have HIV and AIDS are, uh, fuck, uh, discriminated against. There's a history of that. Yeah. So. Oh, that's a good. Remus question. Lupin, and the metaphor for HIV and AIDS. Okay. Um, a more recent one for me was um, something. Uh, What's the fucking title? Sorry to bother you. That's what it was. Oh, Sorry yeah. to bother you. The way it like there was several moments where it's just talking about how middle class and high cl- upper class are treated, mm-hmm. and like they show that there's this like p- place where you don't have to worry about income anymore. You don't have to worry about what you 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 live at your job, yeah. and we provide you accommodations and we provide you uniforms. And like you're realizing as the way it's being described is one thing, but when you're watching the commercial pitch, it's like you're selling a prison. <laughs> you're 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 making slavery yeah. like advertised and appealing. And like that metaphor of like how lower classes 
like it's like the new form of of, of a slavery in, in a sense where it's like the upper class take advantage of you by making you work lifelong debts off and like it's, uh like fight club the things you own end up owning you yeah um one so like the thing is i don't i i haven't looked into these things to know if this is like a legitimate metaphor but one that i feel has um a certain metaphor is the, like the Truman show with uh you know social media and, and how everyone kind of gets just involved in this you know and, and and there's just one guy who's just like kind of like put this away but it it turns out it's like all on him it's all been on him this whole time uh, I thought that was that was really cool, and I've always enjoyed that movie. I could totally see them remaking that movie now, <laughs> but it's on Twitch, dude. Oh my god, that's how just like that's how Twitch got huge. Is just it is. It's like a one channel it of was Twitch. One dude who was yeah. like, "This is my life, guys," and you see everything he did. What happened to Justin? Oh Jesus! My brother used to tell me he's like, "I'm watching Justin TV." I'm like, "What is that?" He's like, "Okay, that's <laughs> weird. Whatever. I'm gonna go play games." And he's like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. Anyway, but yeah, that, that that is a good film and a good me- you know it had messages. Yeah, rest in peace to Stanley, um, X Men. Oh, uh, metaphor to civil rights movement. Professor X is Martin Luther King and Magneto's Malcolm X, and they both have similar views on how to deal with mutant kind slash rights, civil mm-hmm. rights. So. Does, yeah, it's, it's lasted. And I think it's grown even just to anyone that feels like they're outcasted in a sense. But like, I think that timing of when it came out definitely attributed to that. It's so crazy to see like those characters stand such the test of time. It's crazy. Um, I don't know. I think uh, Star Wars is a pretty... I mean, it's a, t- it's a classic one. It's not like the most profound. But I love the idea of like this industrial, imperial... like organization and like these like renegades yeah just you know what trips me out did you see the the fucking video viral video of a former u.s intelligence officer talking about like like terrorists he was saying like i don't understand the you the western civilization like you in our eyes you guys are star wars the imperial force and we are the yeah. renegades i was like oh yeah hit me i was like holy shit it's i mean yeah exactly like it's a it's a country that was founded on freedom but they took over a land from someone else it's like yeah so ironic we're in like empire not knowing what's what's funny too is i've always seen as like the rebels like you've always seen like that they're the they're the ones trying to like get up you know in the world trying to like get you know the the um empire to like stop doing what they're doing start trying to take over everything yeah so i've always seen like i'm a rebel i'm someone like you know that that's trying to like fight the man essentially. fight the system yeah. fight the system and when we went to a book signing we went to the one for um i believe it was the um shoot um the movie that just came out uh I can't remember the name. What movie? Uh, the <laughs> game, video game, virtual reality. Oh, Ready, Ready Player, Player One. One. Wow, dude. Anyways, we were in line, and there's an old like I had. A, I didn't realize I had. A oh, Star you're Wars talking. About, it wasn't Ready Player One. It was Andy Weir. Oh no, yeah, you're right. It was Andy Weir. Um, and I had a Star Wars shirt on, and yeah. the guy's like, you know, are you uh, Empire, are you Empire or, Rebel? or Rebel? And I'm like, I'm Rebel, and and he kind of was like, uh, you're you're scum or whatever. And but like it kind of like uh, talking to him, I realized like, dude, there's some people that just want like order in the world. Like they don't, 
like obviously they like, don't look at it as villain yeah, villainous they're, they're looking they're as like, like structure. there's order yeah, there's structure and i was like dude there's like differences in this like where like you know you want to take yeah. some things from one some things from the other and i know, it just opened my mind a little bit from yeah? that point yeah. on so that was cool do you have any more? oh yeah um avatar um wait the movie the or the the movie the, the one where they, the the blue alien oh, okay. okay um i don't I, I took it as a metaphor for like um you know like native americans kind of like what we did here where right. we you know took over someone's land um sp- specifically for resources you know and and Unobtainium. all they did <laughs> all they did was you know all they could do is fight and and try to stop you know people from taking their land just for that they could do this stuff and, and destroy this planet also there. shout out to fern gully <laughs> there you go Tim Curry <laughs> Somewhere, somewhere. The trees, yeah. the trees The last one My favorite book of all time The Great Gatsby Is this, it's That's your favorite book of all time? Yeah It should be Fahrenheit 451 Because I've read that the most Okay But The Great Gatsby I never knew you that was your favorite So that Because That's a metaphor for The American dream is broken And it can no longer be achieved But oh, One yeah, it can be great, but you just got to do it in devious ways, <laughs> like Gatsby did, that good old chap. But I don't think the American dream is broken. I don't agree with it, but I feel like it's a cool-ass metaphor. Like, I think the way I took it is, like, there's people that are broken. There's people that can see it this way only, or, like, it has to be, you know, certain certain ways to grab it. And, and But there's, there's people that are open-minded, and, and, you know, they don't take advantage of their positions. They don't try to you know go straight towards that event to to that goal they go around do the long way and, and which is you know the the nicer way not not stepping over people so i just hate it when people say oh i love that love story it's like the worst <laughs> love Th- all those characters are horrible they're man. horrible people they're yeah. fucking bad except the main maybe the main maybe, the narrator maybe your perspective <laughs> on it will bring some new light to it because i hate that story because oh, yeah. of the, the love and the character i'm like the you're character, all shitty yeah the characters are so bad but I feel bad for Gatsby. That's sure. the thing. I feel very empathetic for him. Yeah. I, I mean, I can see merits to it, but like, I was always like, why are people like fawning over certain characters? And in classes, they would they're be like, horrible. he's such a good person. I'm like, fuck off. They're what like, are you talking I, about? I'm going to get so much shit for their people in LA, dude. No, <laughs> <laughs> they, they remind me of like certain stuck up people in LA, dude. It's like, fuck, dude. I think my last one is probably my favorite one. Um, the Matrix. Mm. Um, it shares a lot of similar plot points as The Invisibles, a Grant Morrison book. Um, but I love the way, again, so like Sorry to Bother You, it kind of like has metaphors for like the mindless machinery of the office work environment and like waking up and like realizing you're just part of this machine and like do you want to spend the rest of your life just being numb and mm-hmm. just another like cog or do you want to like wake up? Take and, the red pill? Yeah. Just, I don't <laughs> know, like the way they did it, the way they, the philosophy of it, just, yeah, and that's like the whole beginning too. Like that's the idea. It's like his, it's uh, Morpheus explaining it to him. Like, and the agents, they're like they're these you know agents of the corporate, they're little agents of corporate. the corporate culture, and, <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> HR is ready to speak with you, and and like beginning to like see through the see the code. Like I just love all of that. Like it's sort of this like pulp tech, a neo tech pulp. Did you see the YouTube video where Will Smith? Yeah. How- <laughs> 
<laughs> it would have been I a different think, movie. I don't think it would have worked. <laughs> it would have been Wait, a... there's a video of like no, he, his vlog is, and he was one of the episodes like I turned down playing Neo, oh, okay. and like he talked about the movie but, pitch, hey. and he was like, the way they pitched it to me wasn't exactly appealing because they were just like, oh, it's this weird thing. Uh, there's this camera set up. You, we take pictures of you. You just stand still, and it looks like you're floating. And <laughs> like he's selling it, like or he's remi- telling us that the way it was pitched to him was very dull very and like, hey, yeah. but. If he took that role, we wouldn't have gotten that song. Wiki wiki wah wiki. Which was also, have you heard the Kevin Smith story of the Wawa Wawa? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> they yes. wanted to do it. Fuck Nick. that producer, dude. He has the rights to Sandman right now, oh, and he wants God. to put a spider in it. <laughs> Fucking a, dude. So this this producer was attached to a Tim Burton Nick Cage Superman movie, yeah. and he wanted the movie to be very weird. And he got involved. He's like. I want Superman to fight this like spider thing, and like the movie ended up not happening. Obviously, you know. Nick Cage. So then the he ended up becoming the the one of the producers for Wild West, and he's like, "Sure as shit." He's like, "You see, you like you like that scene with the spider in it?" And it was him, <laughs> Kevin Smith. Like long winded story, but it was funny. It's funny. He's so like, he's a huge fan of spiders. I'm he just well, it was determined to get a spider fight well, in a movie. According to the, the Sandman thing. He's got a spider. I urge people to go look up Kevin Smith. Yeah, it's funny. You know, spider story or something. <laughs> it is, it's so funny. Oh this, I God. hate, yeah, I hate this producer <laughs> for that. Um, yeah, I, the, the Matrix. I love like all the symbolism and stuff in, in it. Um, and Invisibles is an extension of that. Like when I was reading that, I was like, this is very much like. Did you think they copied? Because I know he's sued. 100%. Mm. Like, I know the building scene. I was like, damn, that's well, okay. In terms of like action set pieces, not as much, but the idea of like this, like guy guiding you through this like court thing of like, let me show you the real world. And like Mm. you are, and then the agents, like those key elements were very much from invisibles and like, yeah, I just, yeah. Grant Morrison. Jesus. He needs his money. He needs his money. He needs his money. The guy's a legend. Here, what's, what's Sandlot's quote? Um, Heroes come and go. Legends never die. Love that quote. Apex Legends. <laughs> <laughs> they should have a Sandlot Apex Legends <laughs> You wear like these cosmetic boots, the uh, Converse. All right, guys. That's it for our topics. Uh, what did you guys do this week? I went to a tattoo convention called Musink uh, on Saturday. And, and who was headlining? Uh, I, I don't know if they were headlining, but Limp Biscuit was one of <laughs> Limp the. Limp Biscuit's uh, rocking the set. Was uh, was one of the performers, and I when I got there, they had either just finished or had just like were about to go on stage, but I I never went. So on stage. I told them in the car. People are embarrassed to say they liked Limp Biscuit, huh? even though they listened to Limp. Biscuit. I'm not ashamed to say I fucking this loved Limp Biscuit. I have two of their this albums. Well, who's afraid of saying they like Limp people Limp never admit they, really? they'll say Lincoln Park you're like oh yeah Lincoln Park yeah I like Lincoln Park but Bill when Limp you say like, Limp Biscuit they're like, did eh. Limp Biscuit played at Wrestlemania one year yeah so and they gave them the nookie they did some pretty just one of those I think it was Wrestlemania 17 I'm gonna look that up but uh, uh, yeah being at the convention I realized like I I'm a huge like I I want to get things from around the world. And so it, it it felt like it might have been one of my only opportunities to get like a tattoo from someone from Japan. Mm. And like as I was thinking, I'm like, dude, this is such a dumb thing. Like getting a permanent thing just because this person's from one specific area. 
I was like, I'm just gonna wait. I'm just gonna wait until because I, I, you know, I don't want to just get a random tattoo. No, like, just uh, Monster not... Hunter tattoo from like, oh Monster Hunter. Oh, he starts tattooing with his nipples. No, but like, obviously, every artist has different styles, and not every individual from Japan is going to like certain things. That's true. These guys had like, just like, old school, traditional tattoo looking one, uh, Japanese tattoo styles. And at least mentally, I wasn't ready to get something like that. I wasn't like, I I don't, and I didn't want to just like randomly be like, yeah, here's, you know, yeah, pick up, like, give me a small one or whatever. I was just like, that's just dumb. I was like, I'm not going to get a tattoo. But there were other artists there. I, I I never looked into who was going. Had I had more time, I probably would have ended up getting another tattoo. But okay. um, I, I just walked in, waltzed right in after paying seventy five. Holy fucking dollars! Damn. Uh, without even watching any of the music. <laughs> Damn. You just kept rolling, rolling. That's one of the most expensive. It's one of the most expensive conventions, like seventy five or damn. Yeah, dude. really? Well, because it's a, it's a. It's mix more of than Comic Con. More than WonderCon. Yeah. It's like double almost. Well, it depends on if it's. Sunday, it's triple. But what if, uh, like, if you, what if we're talking about concerts? Because I would concerts. Oh. I don't know. My brother goes to somewhere. I'm like, you spent how much? Yeah. See, so, so I think it's like, cheap com- yeah. for a concert. Yeah. They just threw in a con. Yeah, and I just and I just happened to only go to the con and not the, the con. concert. Um, I did that, and then I finished my PC, building, um, it. building like completely fine. Like it's it's done, ready to go, locking it all up, and I'm setting it up on my desk. Um, it took a while. It took a few days. <laughs> Um, I originally was just like, originally I was just like, I need a new CPU. So I bought a a new CPU. Oh, okay. An i7. And then I bought a motherboard because the one I had didn't work for the specific generation of uh, CPU. So I was like, done. But I was like, dude, I'm like, I might as well upgrade my RAM. I might as well just like, because <laughs> I don't know how this other one's going to work. <laughs> Wild tech supports like, we got them back, food, boys. Food cartoon. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know if how my RAM's going to work for this. This new motherboard, I was like, I don't want to risk it. I don't want to just like fry something because sure. of in- incompatibility. So it's like, perfect. I got that. And I was like, I might as well just get like, <laughs> it. Because the, the motherboard had an ability to carry what's called M.2 doubles. Might as well. <laughs> He's right. You might They're as both well. just sitting at a computer. They're like, <laughs> you should add this in there too. <laughs> um, I'm looking at PC Parts Builder. Uh, <laughs> So they, they have a capability to carry M.2, which is like kind of like a, a laptop form of uh, SSD. But there's like, I don't know if all of them have it. I know Samsung's done like a, a much quicker readable version of it. So I bought that. I bought a 500 gig. So I installed that. I installed the new RAM, um, I the CPU, uh, motherboard, everything. like that. It's done. And I you know put my old hard drives back. And I'm not very, very, you know, used to how computers work, it doesn't boot my old uh, SSD. Archer? Like, it, it doesn't, re- it doesn't, like, it's not compatible with, like, the um, the new stuff because it's it's thinking, like, I'm, I'm ripping someone off and stealing this or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, just doesn't load. I have to reinstall everything. Mm. Um, that means, like, everything I've had, I have to lose or whatever. So I had already backed it up. Okay. I just was hoping I didn't have to do this, yeah. but I had to do it anyway. So, okay. How's uh, it running? Um, it's running good, running really well. Um, played Destiny, don't have any of the issues I've had before. I had like nice. huge loading issues, um, all this stuff. And I like, I mean, with loading, it's just it never hit me. It's like in my computer, I was like, it's internet issues. It's like I'm not having enough speed. Well, if you feel like you're falling behind on Destiny, <laughs> they have these new bounties that are power <laughs> boosters. They bring you up to light level. If um, you decide to come back. So I did that, okay. and then. 
Um, I planned on watching uh, Captain Marvel, but I just didn't have enough time this weekend, so I'll probably watch it after this podcast. Tonight. Ooh. Jang, what are you about to I played Hotline Harambe, Ape Out. I beat it. Dude. You beat it? The last two... <laughs> The last two levels are giving me fucking a hard time, dude. <laughs> I, I thought know. you were about to say a hard. <laughs> um, yeah, and then like the people. So for some strange reason, when I was playing the last level, a lot of people on Twitch stopped by, like forty, and they were like giving me tips and like they're saying slow it down. Like, but I was like, nah, dude, because the the I think the game is like intended for you to like keep the music, yeah. so you're supposed to. Boom, 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 boom. It's like Doom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that music, I love it. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Oh. Well, I mean, I've seen his videos. Okay, okay. Yeah, the it's fun. so good. Um, <laughs> so you beat it I beat it? it on normal. I'm starting on hard. I beat the first level on hard. I don't want to play I know. It. If those last two levels gave you uh, a tough yeah. time on music. I can tell, yeah. The last two levels on hard are going to be But you get fucking. to keep all your upgrades? You don't get any upgrades. It's I mean, like a whole game. Nothing. Yeah, it's just more enemies, dude. Just it's shoulder just like, buttons. One's yeah. hold, one's grab. Or yeah, push, yeah. And then, uh, and then a beat. Yeah, it's cool. The only gripe is it's such a very short game. Yeah, it's an indie game. Yeah, four or five hours. Yeah, I think so it's easy. And then for what I understand, it's three developers. Mm. And one of them worked on something. I forgot what it was. I'll have to look it up. But um, yeah, three people. So I think this is cool that they did one. And then like maybe it gets enough steam to keep going. Because a lot of people have been loving it. I feel like with that delivery, like, yeah, something small. Breath of the Wild, I think, or something. Something like that. Like, like, like <laughs> Breath of the Wild or The Witcher. I know they, I know they did jazz. I kind of hope they do more different types of genres. It'd be kind of cool. Like, I don't know. Sort of like Beat Saber style music. Like, like Daft Punk. Electronic, hip hop. I, I need to set up my, my VR so I can start playing Saber. Mm. I've, never, I've never played VR anymore. Ape Out. Oh, <laughs> oh shit, it's a guy with a shotgun. <laughs> it, dude, it feels nice though. Like, especially when you pick up a guy that has a machine gun and the screen shakes. Like, <laughs> Meat Shield. Um, Apex. Oh, this is what it was. Bennett Foddy is one of the game designers. He made Quap. Oh, oh wow. That's such a different <laughs> as, such a different game than Quap. Yeah, Bennett Foddy, uh, Gabe Cusillo, and Wait, Matt. Bennett Foddy is the guy who does uh, the climbing game. Yeah, I think the so. The rock too. climbing. Where I you're so you're too. in like a, a Gerd? Pot? getting Gerd? it Gerd? Get, Gerd? No. getting it up or something. G I R P. Yeah, no. get, yeah, this is this one. Uh, he's done he's done all this. Oh, getting it over. Yeah. Getting you're, it over. Okay, that get one. It, <laughs> get over it or whatever. Getting it over. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he's in those fucked up games. Yeah, those Wild are those are the only. Is a similar one where like you have to figure out where your hands are. To those are the only three on. games he's done before this. Holy, that's shit, cool, man. He's done fucked up games. I don't know what <laughs> he's done. Rage inducing games. But I mean, they're like so different. No, but Ape Out is not rage inducing. It's it no feels one, good. Not that one, but yeah, the, his other, the other three are right. all like literally rage inducing. But they're like you want to keep trying, and yeah. I think this has that element. Yeah. Um, like I was uh, showing two of my friends, I went over, brought my switch and I was like, let me show you this game. And the music starts playing like, well, okay, that looks okay. <laughs> I hand the controller to them. I'm like, it's easy. Throw, push. And they start playing and they die. And they're like, oh, okay. And I play, <laughs> I get it further and like, oh, and I get it back to them. They get further. I'm like, you're doing it. Go the other way. And like, it started becoming, and then one of my friends is like, I just want to watch you guys like get further. Come on. get." To. And we were trying to do one level, but we, no, it's we hard do. because when you see an enemy, you have to make a decision. Okay, wait. Right what can I do? Because there's certain enemies. If you use them as a meat shield, they're bomb. 
Yeah. If someone shoots you, you're fucked. You're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> so you have to like, at that moment, you have to make a decision. Okay, like, I gotta get for this guy, dude. Yeah. Not f- throw it at him. Do that. Yeah. Do that. Like, you, yeah. You had to. I quick. accidentally grabbed a bomb guy and I was gonna throw him, but it chipped a wall oh, right next to me. That and happens. Blew me up. <laughs> it happens a lot, dude. That happens a yeah. lot. So it's fun game. The flamethrower guys are annoying. Mm. Like if you ever got that part, <sighs> I just finished chapter two or level two of chapter one. I don't know. What else have you been up to? <sighs> Picked up Devil May Cry. You did? Cry for me. Did, did <laughs> were you actually able to pick it up? What happened? <laughs> I need to because you, you said you hated. He them didn't after this, bought but. it. He didn't buy it digital is what okay. he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So many months before, when I, when that game first came out, I pre-ordered it in full. And I said, I want the deluxe edition because that comes with the Mega Man Buster. Yeah. I was like, okay. I always pay in full. I didn't pay attention to the receipt, which I should have done. When I came to pick it up many months later, I was like, wait. And he gave me the standard copy. I was like, I think I ordered the, the, the deluxe. Deluxe. And then I looked at the receipt. He charged me for the the original one standard so i was like oh, i should have checked i mean i should have checked so this is you, you this is months before you bought it yeah they, you thought it was a luxury yeah. before you bought only the standard should have checked the receipt and i was like you know just return it bought it digitally because <laughs> it deluxe. came yeah digital deluxe edition wait so oh so it's not he doesn't get the buster no oh, i wait, do it's in game it's, it's in game. game i thought yeah. it was a prop. yeah that's when you yeah. said that's what i thought too <clears throat> okay. prop but the I'll still order from GameStop. But fuck, dude, I gotta pay attention. <laughs> it's their fault, though. <laughs> Shit, dude. It's that dude. He's probably brand new, and he's like a deluxe standard. With Xbox ones. <laughs> like, imagine, like I did, like that happens, and I bought deluxe Xbox version. <laughs> I pre-ordered Sekiro. Oh god, dude. That's coming sooner than I it's thought. Twenty second. Yeah. So this I'm, month or this month? Fuck. I'm actually like. I don't know what game to stream next. I'm playing think, Apex. I don't think I'm going to pick up uh, Devil May Cry yet. I'll pick it up later. Uh, I think Sek- uh, Sekiro. Sekiro is Have you guys games. played the past Devil May Cry's? The yes. Only the first one. Yes, I played a handful. I don't know which ones. You don't, So I've never played any Devil May Cry. I know what the gameplay looks like and stuff. Do you think I could go into five? Yes. yes. I, dude, it feels... Game Story is not the strongest. Dude, thing. it okay. feels like that's what that was my main concern. It just feels like God of War, man. Like it's just so hectic. Like it's like Bayonetta. Just, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I thought of Bayonetta and, and like platinum and that stuff. Okay. So I'm waiting for Sekiro. I'm streaming Apex. I'm kind. Of, think I'm kind of done with Apex. I want to stream. <laughs> take a break. Yeah, I want to stream something. I want to play once a week, but I want to stream something else. That's what you said last time. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm done. It's got me. <laughs> Let's stay up till 4 a.m., 5 a.m., 6 a.m. <laughs> the food. Do, 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 do. Oh, it's fun playing with uh, friends. Yeah, yeah so, of course. Um, I mean, like, if they say you want to play, I'll be like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Fuck this game. Um, don't want to do Bloodborne because it's... Stressing me out. I met I met this boss that is considered the hardest. So Which one? So can Abritus? I, can I safely assume you're gonna just not do the DLC as as the? Uh, I'm gonna attempt it. Okay. <sighs> just in a, a Please long come back time. to Bloodborne. He'll go back to it at some point. I'm gonna attempt it, dude. Okay. Fuck. Cause, dude. I'm not worried about cause. That's the funny thing. It's Ludwig <laughs> and Lawrence, man. Those guys are fucking. Is that a dual boss that you have to fight? No, no, it's a single. Okay. Um. I went to an event yesterday. It was okay. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? So, huh? What was it? 
It was like a Twitch Uh-oh. LA with uh, a charity group, Extra Life. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It was all right. I think I'm going to donate to them. Um, it wasn't like, I don't want to shit on them, but like people I network with them with over there, like I feel like they're not serious about it. And there's only a few that are serious about it, but they want in what way? Like it's a hobby to them or it's a, like they want to like the work ethic. They put it in. Okay. Like there's only a few handful of people that actually do it. And I feel like mostly people are there not shitting on them, but they're just there to socialize and like networking with Vargas is saying network with the small people. You never know if they're going to grow big, but you could kind of tell like (laughs) if they're going to work hard at it or not. Okay. So, it was, I would never go again. It was weird, dude. <laughs> it was, I'd never go again. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, it's just the way you say it. No, no. I, like, it was like, you're kind of saying I'll it's all right, go. but I'll never I, go again. I mean, I mean, I'll go to a Twitch LA event. I probably won't go to an extra, extra life. life event. It was weird because I don't know. They didn't let you use your phone. Like, they didn't want you to take pictures mm-hmm. in there because I think it's because. That's like a hospital where even stars kids go to. Um, so they were very, I, I still took pictures. <laughs> I was like, HBO Cafe, oh, this is cool, dude. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but yeah, they're very strict. They're like, you cannot. Think, yeah, Extra Life is much more of like an online thing. Like your, your, your stream is dedicated to Extra Life this you know day or week or whatever. I don't, yeah, it seems like they don't have good maybe local or physical just, just, there's just one thing that really annoys me is when people are like oh yeah let me follow you and then i'll follow them and then just nothing ever happens like we won't ever stream together it's like i just do it as a kind gesture yeah i'll follow you like but i was like you know what dude i gotta get that mentality nah dude like there's certain chemistry with certain streamers too like i feel like twitch la they're not organized and they don't like like i can't stream with Someone like there's a big streamer named Chazzy V that is in Twitch LA. I can't stream with that guy because we're just totally different people. Like my type of stream, his is like way kid friendly. I'm like the way I am. We can never me- mesh, but like we're still cool with each other. But yeah. we just can't stream yeah. with each other. So I just feel like they got to do a better job of like implement. Oh, this guy's this type of streamer. You should, you know, talk to this guy. But it's sure. just it's just it's a wild west. When you go there, you just it's sign in and they're like, okay grassroots yeah just talk to people i mean i played a board game and it was cool but and i networked (laughs) with people but i feel like i don't i'm never gonna ever talk to them or stream with them or do whatever with them and i just follow them for no reason time to unfollow damn i'm just saying just keep it at least when it comes to uh like instagram um like my my main like only account technically um, I follow. I, I'll follow. I'll start following artists, like tattoo artists, because I'm like looking for someone's style, so I can like kind of just get an idea of what type of tattoo I want. Um, and I start getting a lot of people following me, like just randomly. Like they're all within that the industry of tattoos. So it's just like I don't know if that's how Twitch is gonna work. When when you follow more people, you'll get more people to follow you too. But I'm just a thought. Well, I don't think you you. I mean, you do it with your clips, but you never do any sort of posts like, "Hey, I'm on. Oh, I'm yeah. live." I think that's where it could come in handy is when, hey, I'm online. And like now that you have a following, maybe they'll be like, oh, click, follow. Twitter's dead. My Instagram's semi-popping. But people just want me to play Grand Theft Auto. I might play Roblox. <laughs> Some guy. I remember listening to you. You're like, 
is it free though? And, like, <laughs> and he's like, he's, yeah. he didn't say no. He didn't say no. And I was like, I, I'm going to throw it just to surprise him one day. Like, yeah, I'm playing. Boom, Roblox. What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> he didn't say no. He didn't say no. <laughs> is it free but, though? <laughs> yeah. What was I going to say? Shoot. It went away. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I want to play Undertale. I think it's it just shot up to the list. I heard one song from Deltarune. Oh my god! And I was like, okay, if the music is just like that, you haven't heard the music? No, I was oh, like, dude, dude, top five best video game soundtracks. It's just amazing. from that one fucking song. I was like, dude, I can't believe it's a remix too. I was like, this song is fucking sick. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I know, no, I get recommended video game remixes, yeah. and I'll play them. Like, oh, this Zelda, blah blah blah. Yeah. Oh, it should be good. Sucks, sucks, sucks. Animal Crossing sucks. Deltarune, I'm gonna give it a shot. Hey, I gotta say, Animal Crossing, some of those remixes are pretty funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's like, you crossed the line, motherfucker. <laughs> no, I can't wait for you to listen to uh, some Megalovania. Is one of the songs from Undertale. Undertale. It's fucking fuck. You're dude. gonna be like easily dude. top five video game soundtrack. I can't wait to like when we carpool and start listening. to Jack that. Black, uh, bum 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 bum. Yeah, Jack Black did it in his Jablinski. He did like a Guitar Hero style game where it was one of the. Oh, that's the cool. Undertale song. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. I got to play that game too. Um, for me, did I say I watched Bohemian? You did not. So I watched Bohemian Rhapsody. It was all right. <laughs> I think you watched Double Feature, right? I watched a couple of movies, yeah. I watched uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I watched Alita. Actually, I think you did. I did probably. Okay, yeah, I think I, I was like, this sounds familiar. When I yeah. mentioned Alita, I was like, I think I've done yeah. Um And then Wreck-It Ralph, yeah. So that was last week. So then this week I watched... Uh, Captain Marvel. Mm. He's alright. Yeah, <laughs> it's hyped. It's it's. I think it's too hyped. Cause I, the thing is, normally like I will see like posts about like people saying like either it's too hyped or it's just like uh I didn't see any of that. I mean, I, I didn't really see any like oh my god, it's amazing. But like I just kind of it just wasn't there at all for me. It. it <laughs> I'm worried. This, so they did something like like when I'm saying it's alright, it's not all bad. It's not all good. Right, like it's all right. It's just all right. <laughs> it's still better than most DC movies. Yeah, it's not. I would say Wonder Woman was better for me, oh, okay. except I hated the ending of Wonder Woman. I felt like this movie had things that I liked about it. Um, there, there are some uh, expectations that get messed with, which I enjoyed, and I think whenever you guys watch or or look at spoilers, there's some things where it's like, okay, where's the where's the Marvel universe? Where can it go regarding this subject matter? And assuming there's after credits? There, yeah, it's a Marvel movie. Um, Stanley Cameo? It's a good one. It's a, it's a solid... I think they did it... Uh, one of the, that was one of the, the parts I really enjoyed. The acting, I thought, was pretty solid. The, so her character... It, it felt... The movie to me... And again, I, I'd love to talk more when we <laughs> all have a little bit more kind of experience with it. It felt very cookie-cutter in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. It's like... This is the insert this type of scene. This is mm. the insert this type of scene. I hate that. And it just, it felt that. It didn't feel genuine in a lot. Of, there were moments that felt genuine, and that's when I was like, okay, I'm in. But then there was a lot of moments I'm like, okay, we're probably in the third act now. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. But the moments I liked, I thought were like, okay, this they could take that and go in the future with something. And in some ways, I'm like, maybe this is in future, like, I remember seeing Thor 1, and I was like, that was okay. It wasn't great. It was all right. Thor 2, I, I don't remember how I felt at the time, but I definitely, it's like one of my least favorite Marvel movies. 
But then we got Thor 3. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite movies of yeah. Marvel, of like in general. <laughs> and I'm wondering if at some point they can do that sort of wh- whatever it, the people think of this one, if it gets like a tone, tonal like, like shock. Because mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, it felt like they were leaning in some directions. I would have liked them to just crank it more in that direction. They didn't go as far as I wanted to. Like they, her character is essentially like, I'm worried that it, with Avengers, because it, this is not, again, from what you see in the story. It's from how they've portrayed her in the trailers mm-hmm. and stuff. She's a badass. She's a Superman level character. In the comics, she's like a CD level kind of like no like only until recently did she become big, and it's largely because of the Miss Marvel that came after her. Yes. The, uh, what's her name? Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan. She's been fantastic. She's cool. I love like what they're doing with that. So if it set leads into that, that could be really interesting. But in terms of her, I think what they're doing is just like giving them a powerhouse. And I'm worried that in Avengers they're gonna just be like. That's the problem one. solver. Yeah, like this is our answer. This <laughs> is our John Cena. This is our Roman Reigns. So does it show her that? Like, does it show that power in this movie? Yeah. Okay. But uh, this again, this is an old like it, the timeline. It's it's in the past, so yeah, yeah. I don't know to what level it'll go or whatever. Well, she but more training at this. Maybe point. More they didn't touch upon Endgame at all. Like yeah, they, they did. Oh, they did. Yeah. I for me to give more criticism, we'd have to go into details, yeah. and I don't want to go into details. Okay. okay. But if you care about the Marvel films, this is like the next one, so I'm sure you'd be interested. It just didn't. I I went with a little bit high, like not like it was going to be amazing, yeah. but I was like, this is going to be a good time, and, and I came out being like, and it still was disappointing. I I it was, a, it was I okay hate time. the scrolls. I could care less about them. So. Like it doesn't the villain doesn't appeal to me. I think you'd be interested in how they portray him. Hmm. They did something different that I didn't that Hey, they lived. Like, okay. They did with this regardless of the scroll. Like, I look at what I I say that about Captain Marvel, she's a C list or whatever. But I look at what before Marvel movies, what Iron Man was. And he was like a C B Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. In terms of comics, they were like Okay, yeah. not the best, but they were like an all right team. They weren't the all powerful Justice League or Avengers team. But then the movies made them relevant, and then that re- brought this resurgence. Same with Cap, uh, with Iron Man, Tony uh, Robert Downey Jr. revitalized that character and mm-hmm. like be- became a fucking phenomenon and everything, both in the movies and in the comics. So I'm wondering, as the he, she gets more screen time, Brie Larson is going to fill like maybe take the role and make it her own and do something because she has good chops and stuff, but. I don't know. I think there's this whole other thing going on with this movie that's just bogging it down. The conversation of like, uh, it's it. She's been like shit talking uh, movie critics, and then other people are shit talking the movie, and then there's fake reviews, and then there's. It's just like, just this is a movie. Yeah. Like, fucking take all that extra shit on either side and throw it away. Like, I think that is taking the conversation, and it's becoming like a. A message for something else. I'm like, just just take it for what it is, and it's a movie, and, and have a good time. You're telling me this movie's a metaphor for something? We didn't <laughs> have a podcast. You didn't bring that up. Spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Acting was good. Uh, Brie Larson was so cool. Um, Jude Law was cool. Um, the guy that plays the scroll, um, Ben, he's in Rogue One as the villain. Oh, Mendelssohn. Yeah, dude, he's I also love Ready Player One. He he does um Ready Player One. Yeah. No, no, the uh, yeah Ready Player One. Um, shoot, man, I'm terrible with remembering stuff. Continue, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> he surprised me. Yeah, he was enjoyable. 
and he had like a s- extra sass to him that made him like a fun person to like Black see on Mirror. No. Black Mirror. Is that the guy I'm thinking about? The what episode? Um He was in that. I guess I it's not seen no, enough. no, I'm cuz I'm th- I'm not th- I'm thinking of John, one person specifically. John Ham? No, there's um he, it was the one where um it, it's him and and it's like wife or girlfriend. Uh, it's fine. I'm, oh, I'm, I think I know. Was it the one with the eye you could record? Yeah. It wasn't him. It was the guy from Rock and Rolla. Oh, okay. Like a Guy Ritchie film. He's, oh, he's yeah, a yeah. skinnier guy. Okay. Um, but he he was good. And then um, the one thing I'll say is the trailers to me made it look like Agent Coulson was a lot more in this film. Mm-hmm. He's barely in this movie. <laughs> Sam Jackson's in the movie considerably. So, yeah. It's, a, it's not too long. Age. Huh? Does it age. show him how he loses his eye in yeah. this film? Yeah. There's a lot of things where you're like, we're going to explain how this is. how it, Like, it made me think of the movie Solo, because Solo was very much that, mm-hmm. for better or for worse, <laughs> where it was like, this is how he gets this, this is how he gets that, and I was like, I get it. This is why people mis- misunderstand the, the Parsecs thing. Yeah. <laughs> Mar- this had a lot of moments where I was like, this how, because this, it was in the past. Yeah. So. I don't know. Take it for what you will. I'm curious how what you guys think. You guys might be a little bit higher on it, but I I'll watch it before the next podcast for okay. sure. I won't watch it for the next Damn. podcast. <laughs> It'll be a, a two spoiler. He'll ask stream questions. stream life done. Yeah, it's a stream, <laughs> it's a stream well, life. Well, then stream it while you're watching. Yeah, <laughs> play play this new game. <laughs> I just got power. Up. <laughs> it's a cinematic. I can't skip the cutscene. <laughs> All right, guys, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me at the Fulio 365 on Instagram and in the Fulio everywhere else. At the Last Bosses Everywhere, IGTV. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And you can find me at Kujo Prime. You can find us all at the Weekly DLC. Check us out. Leave us a review. Like us. Share us. Anything we'd appreciate. Um, and with that, we'll DLC you later. Later.